Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Proof Beyond Reason. It's been a minute. Not even a minute. It's been like two months. Been a while, man. Yeah, I think um, the last episode was a couple months back and we took a hiatus. Life happened. I know I had a bunch of things come up. Uh, G has some things, John, and then Ivan also, you know, has some things coming up. But uh, super excited to get back in this season and and start talking about more topics that are relevant to the culture, relevant to our lives individually, and we'll see uh, we'll see how things play out. But uh, if you are listening to us for the first time, thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you. Uh, this is uh, Mike the Baptist. We got geology, geology. How's it going? J Mo, J Mo in the middle. Uh, Ivan, Ivan Daniel. He'll be with us uh, probably in the next episode, and so. Uh, if you want to check us out and you want to send us a message, hit us up on any of the social media platforms that we have. We, mm-hmm. we on what we on? We're on iTunes. We're on uh, SoundCloud. We're on YouTube. YouTube. Yep. Uh, Facebook as well. We got Facebook. You can mostly uh, hit us up on Facebook. Yep. Instagram as well. Exactly. Yep. So send us a message and you can always email us proofbeyondreason at gmail.com. All right. So today's episode, we're going to be talking about prayer. Ooh. The importance of prayer, the need for prayer, uh, what does it mean, what, is the, what are the benefits, what does the world say? I mean, just so many pieces to that that we're, we'll dive into today um, and, and such. But uh, so what I, the reason why this topic came up is because I was, um, I'm, I've been reading this book called uh, The Forgotten God by Francis Chan. And I've been reading it for a while. So if you listen to previous episodes, you'll hear me quote it or reference it. And it's been a little bit. And the book is is very good. So I highly recommend it. I think if you go and you download it on iTunes, I believe they have a free version uh, that you can download. And um, and the verse that that got to me and that I sent out to the fellas that really led us to to want to have this discussion is um is this excerpt here. It says, My favorite verse is quite possibly James 5, 17, which reads, Elijah was a man with a nature like ours, and he prayed fervently. Don't keep yourself from praying desperately and courageously for the Spirit to work in your life simply because you are not the prophet Elijah. As this verse says, As this verse says, Elijah was a human being with a nature like ours. He was just like us. The key thing about him, he prayed fervently. And and so as as believers, we we read in scripture, we even hear accounts of of miraculous things happening, miracles uh, of healing, miracles of of provision of of uh, i mean just so many things that people can testify about and i think the regular person the the everyday believer in jesus struggles with the notion that that prayer is as important as it's emphasized in scripture like we don't necessarily see that in our life and when we look at uh elijah and 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 how he trusted in god and and, and, and he sought after him in the boldness that he did and he saw God come through. It's an example that he was a man just like us. He was not special. 
he was chosen by God uh, to be to be a prophet, and that is special, right? That that that's an awesome opportunity. But him as an individual, he, yeah, he he was a person just like us. He he fell short of God's glory just like us. He needed a redeemer just like us. He looked forward to the person of Christ who would pay for his sins, and and so he was not in a more advantageous position that that we're in uh we're in the same position and and it's only by grace that god has chosen us god has accepted us god has cleansed us god is using us and god is even hearing our prayers um and so just to kind of speak to that guys you know as far as your life and prayer what what does that look like for you and what what does that mean meant for you before we start to dive into more of the particulars of scripture and so forth uh growing up i used to always uh when i was a little kid roughly around like five or six years old i would constantly see people go up to the altar and just go on their knees and start praying and i was just like what are they doing i don't understand this i would always be taught that um you have to close your eyes during prayer. You have to raise your hands. You have to uh, kneel down. And I've never really understood that aspect of it until it was roughly around my high school years when I started coming to Christ. And prayer shifted from something seen in a traditional sense where it was I had to do this, 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 or that. It was communication to God. So when I would continuously hear pray without ceasing or always be praying to God my notion of it shifted from I can be just sitting in a bus or driving to work and I would be literally just communicating with God and just talking to him seeing like uh, telling him about my day or just like asking him like uh thank you or thanking him even so it was not necessarily just I would keep hearing it in the aspect of just asking as well growing up so it was always asking god for better health things i needed but yet i learned it's also a way of worship as a way of communicating with the father so i saw it as something that i always did so during high school i would always be constantly just drawing or things like that but then i would always be praying as well so it wasn't necessarily i remember reading um where someone asked Jesus, how do you pray? And I would, in the beginning, I would continuously go by that. Uh, Thou Father, that art in heaven. And I shifted to like in Spanish, Dios que tal en los cielo. And then it went to more of a relationship status where it was like, Father, I've come before you. And it's like, thank you for this day that I'm having today. Or thank you for allowing me to wake up and coming before you humbly as a man or even just i could be i'm not saying that i remember i used to joke about this a lot when uh me and my mother debated about prayer a little bit where she would say something like you have to pray um you have to pray without ceasing a lot like you have to do it at all times and i would be like okay yes i got that i got that part but then i was just like hmm so if i see it more of a communication it would be like god what clothes should i wear or God, what should I eat type of thing. But it's like I saw it as a way to just converse, talk, but as well as you're literally, as a believer, 
in the presence of God and he's hearing you at that moment. And I, even though he's at the, everywhere at the same time and things like that, that in that ocean, I saw it as, as if I was standing before him at the throne. And so when I came to him, it was just like, I'm humble as your servant and I'm praying and asking the things I need. And I've seen things happen where as of recently, um, my nephew, he was sick and my mom, uh, my sister was having some problems, like making sure that everything was going all right. And it's, and the story was, um, the formula was wrong, but before then my mom was just like, I believe in the God of the universe. So she said, Gio, can you be with me and just pray? And I was just like, sure, I'll pray. And within that prayer, like people don't notice or people don't see things, but prayer is very effective. Mm. I understood that from the jump where I would hear people saying, let's all pray together as a collective, the church. Like when I was younger, the church had um, financial problems, but we all came together, prayed, and it gave direction. Like God revealed himself through prayer, spoke to the pastor's prayer, and we got out of situations. So I saw prayer as not just communication, but as a way for God to reveal you, as reveal things to you and just i see it like you're watching television but yet the person on the other end is mm. also coming to you and telling you information and things like that but not necessarily television more like radio but that's how i saw prayer growing up and how it developed into how i see prayer now yeah mm. i think for me um I remember the first time I actually prayed was my mom actually taught me. Like, I think a lot of times people don't, they're not taught, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like if you're not taught as a, as a child or even how to pray, like you might, it might just be you talking to God in, in its primal sense. Like if you never knew anything about God, like God, whoever it is, just help me. You know, those are usually the, the primal things. But um, as a kid, I remember uh, my mom t teaching me how to pray like before, um, like to eat. But at that time, it was more selfish. I didn't really understand like why I'm praying. I, like it would just be like the same prayers similar to like what you were saying. Um, oh, God. Oh, Heavenly Father. Uh, thank you for this food. Bless others. It was literally the same prayer every every day which is not bad for a little kid to learn. Uh, but I, I didn't really understand, you know, the uh, power of prayer or under, or understand why I'm praying. Um, all I knew was that every culture, every society, no matter what God it is, you're praying, you know. So it wasn't until... Um, different testimonies that like through my families they, that they were like even testimonies from my mom praying for an individual at a bank and and that person being demon possessed getting healed and things like that uh but for my personal life it wasn't until i really um i remember being in high school and and talking to god but not knowing like not even knowing what the holy spirit who the holy spirit really was but recognizing his presence in my life so i'll be in in class and i'll be like uh like just feel the holy spirit upon my life i'm like oh oh what do you want like you know me talking to him, it was like so weird me not even knowing this like not even knowing god just having a conversation with him and um until i really kind of met 
Jesus like uh, you know <laughs> so like physically meant no um and so I actually got to to a relationship with God and and my understanding kind of grew a little bit more I I my prayers went were still kind of selfish you know what I mean like even as a Christian um my prayer prayers were like more of a genie type thing um god uh help me get this female <laughs> you know or uh god um i really want this this new you know whatever uh provide for me a new job because you know when you're younger it's like you always want to you always want to keep going higher and and eight dollars an hour working at a movie theater is not no like god help me get this job help me you know it was almost like this genie type move um, uh, moment you know uh it wasn't until uh certain things like necessities like god heal me god like or heal my my family or situations where god uh went um like i put god to the test and god came through and it wasn't really selfish but as i kind of got older it's like the prayers became more hey god like how are you like i just i don't even want to talk you know, I just want to, I want to, I want to just be in your presence. I want to, I want to, I want to tell you how I feel more of a relationship thing, but you know, it went from selfish to, to more of a, a relationship thing. You know, when, and maybe I've said this story before. So if you listen to previous episodes, you may have heard me say this, but when, when G and a couple of us used to go to downtown and, 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 and minister, I remember the first few times we went out, it was bold. And when we prayed, it was bold prayer. It was like, God, you know, use us in a mighty way. If we don't make it through the night because we're we're slaughtered, uh, because we're we're speaking truth and we're then may it happen. And I think all of us were on one accord and we believed it and we were dedicated to it and we and when we went out we actually saw the fruit of what that prayer was like. We would walk in the street and and not have a physical Bible in our hand. We were just walking and we dressed we dressed like any other teenager would dress, big clothes at the time, right? Big clothes, um, hat, whatever it was that we, we went outside wearing. And 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 I remember people would come, one guy in particular that I could remember, he walked from across the street. He was walking, across, there was, there, there's like four lanes between this sidewalk and the next sidewalk. And he was walking and he crossed the street all the way to where we were. And we were just like talking. We hadn't even like begun what we were going to do. And he's like, yo guys, can I get prayer? Like, what? Excuse me, sir. You know, um, he was drawn by the spirit so that we would minister to his life and it wasn't and there's nothing that we can boast in because god brought him and and other occasions we're just walking around you know we were doing some ministering but but we were walking around and, and i remember we had uh, a bag of clothes and we were sorting through the clothes and there was a guy he came by he was walking by he was drinking he was smoking and he stopped literally it was so strange because he's walking right in front of us and we're in a little huddle we're going through the clothes but again we're not speaking about jesus at that moment we don't have bibles on us there's nothing to indicate that we're out there preaching nothing in fact we probably looked homeless because the way we were dressed <laughs> the fact that we were digging through clothes and then the dude came right in front of us and just stopped and he looked at us 
and he said, he said, oh man, the spirits here, the spirits here. I can't even sin around oh, you yes, guys. Yes, remember I him? Remember, I remember, and he yeah. threw the cigarette, and he was like, yo, I can't even sin around y'all. I can't even. I can't. Oh, I can't he, be around. Yeah, you guys, he got yeah. restless, and he and he left. So at the time, one of our guys, uh, who will remain unnamed, he went to go pursue him, and uh, P. He went to go pursue him. And uh, and so when he goes up to him and and the guy out of nowhere, so he went to go fi- follow him. The guy left or whatever. So so he came back to the group. And then a few minutes later, the guy comes back and he comes back quoting scripture, dude, just quoting verse after verse after verse by memory. Bam, 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 bam. Clearly, there was spiritual opposition there. And and my dude, he went up, you know, he did, you know, he, he, he was speaking with him and administering to him or whatever. And 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 there was no uh, we, we couldn't see the outcome of that. Right. We didn't see where this man like had a confession of faith or demon come out of him or nothing like that. But just that encounter. Knowing that prior to going out, we prayed those prayers of just like, God, whatever you want, use us. Let us go out. And, and, and if we and when we die, we die. It doesn't matter. Like, we just want to do your will. And just c- tremendous things happen, man. We had so many opportunities. And, and, and we did that for a while. We did that for like almost a year, probably about a year. And but then the prayer started to become God protect us so that we can get home safely. Guard us, guide us, help us to get home safe suddenly became a thing where not we no longer were necessarily praying to see god's full power at work regardless of the cost of our well-being and our preservation now we wanted god to do a work while also allowing us to go home and be comfortable in our showers and stuff it was just a radically different type of expression to god and reliance to god in prayer and and slowly, you know, we, we were doing the work and slowly uh, the passion and the drive dissipated for us to go out and whatever. But um, but I but the fruit of seeing God answer prayer in light of prayer that was objectively about what his will is, not what my desire is in that moment. Although, yeah, Jesus says whatever you pray will be at uh, that you ask it will be given unto you but that verse context has to do with uh, being in line with god's will it's about putting yep. the kingdom before yeah i think everything. you mentioned something like being in line with god's will i remember seeing like a um i don't know if it was a documentary it actually was a um now i remember it was a uh some like a thing on youtube but it was like an interview i don't know if what type of interview but uh p diddy you know, Puff Daddy or whatever his name, whatever he goes by at this time. <laughs> Brother uh, Love. Diddy. Just Diddy. Just Diddy. Uh, well, Diddy was having, you know, he was uh, being interviewed. Yeah. And he was, they were actually talking about this guy named Mace who used to be yep. a, a Christian rapper. I don't know if he went back. I don't even know his yeah. status. But um, they were asking him questions of like how... Um, like, uh, like how do you feel, Diddy, about Mace? And he goes... Um, you know, I have no animosity to him, even though when he came back, there was a million dollars that I have given him that he didn't, he still owes me a million dollars. And I said, you know what, I'm just gonna, this is P. Diddy, you know, uh, talking. He's like, I'm just gonna just 
write that out. I'm not even going to ask for it back um, because, you know, I'm messing with the man of God or whatever, whatever he says, you know. But he was just saying maybe he'll shout out a prayer for me at the end. You know, it sounds great. But the reality is, like, there's so many different cultures, different religions that pray but don't know. So, like, mm. P. Diddy is hoping that that million dollars somehow offers him a prayer but it's not about the prayer it's about the relationship that you have with the creator right yes so you talking you reciting matter of fact in the bible it talks about people who fast and they offer vain repetitions there the, that fast is like ceased at that moment that fast is worthless because it's it's those vain repetitions of oh jesus jesus you've seen it right You've seen it. You know it, right? Uh, people just saying, oh, and then Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. And it's a vain repetition. You, yes. you have it? And, and specifically, so the verse John's talking about yeah. is Matthew uh, chapter 6, and the section is 5 through 15, but the particular verse, it says, uh, verse 7, when you pray, do not babble repetitiously like the Gentiles, because they think that by their many words they will be heard. Do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask him. So pray this way. And then that's when Jesus goes into the Lord's Prayer. But to your point, some people even pray the Lord's Prayer in repetition. And that becomes babbling because it's like, well, what are you even saying? You know what I'm saying? Like for our fathers, you know what I'm saying? Just repetitious, repetitious, repetitious. But it says in the verse prior, do not pray repetitiously. Yeah, it kind of, like one of my favorite proverbs, um, and it was kind of going to what G was actually saying earlier, um, was is acknowledge me in all your ways, mm. and I will direct your paths. Mm. So, but that's similar to prayer, like kind of like G, like how uh, how God has changed his life and his prayer life, like. God, uh, what should I do? What kind of breakfast should I make today? Mm. And we saw like, man, that's a little extreme, right. but I acknowledge him all I do is and he directs my path. So mm. so I think that's a, a greater form of prayer is really just having a relationship with God and and um rather than vain repetitions, you know. And yeah. I have a verse uh, to follow up on that, Second Chronicles seven fourteen. It says, If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from the heavens and I will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Mm. So like what would happen if you don't uh repent and you don't sin, but you're still offering prayers? Right. See, right. That's that's a lot of people. I've seen a lot of people um, ask that, uh, especially non-believers. They'll be like, "Hey," uh, or people that consider themselves Christians. So they'll follow completely sinful lives, and they'll still they'll still be in prayer, but yet the relationship is not there at all. You'll see it. Um, I I don't remember who quoted this, but um, there was a there was a preacher. I think it was something I saw on YouTube. He said, um, "If you really want to see what God's doing in a believer's life or someone that claims to be a believer, look at their prayer life." I've heard that. I don't know who quoted it, but that shows in the relationship of someone. So someone can be praying twenty four seven, but you have to see what's really in their heart. So if it's completely selfish reasons or the Holy Spirit does not reside in them. It's just vain talk. They're just babbling like the pagans do. Yeah, and 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 you could see that in modern culture mm-hmm. where with the atheists. So 
the the thing to do now and for the last several years has been yoga but more specifically the promotion of meditation meditation yep and and everything is about like everything that you know regardless of what it's crazy so whatever so you know going to the doctor you know I, i've been uh, to the doctor recently just to check like my digestive health and um you know the chiropractor and you know i'm getting old so you just gotta check everything you know what i'm saying <laughs> and and every one of those places that you go to always they ask you the question do you practice yoga do you practice meditation and it's just like you get thrown back because there is physical health benefits to doing yoga right i do stre i stretch i do stretching uh, when i wake up in the morning and when i go to sleep i stretch every day and it has a lot of health benefits but the practice of yoga is different than just stretching it's meditation right it's mm -hmm. it's but meditation in what meditation in self meditation the inward of in, how you feel right inward uh thinking uh, uh, uh um uh navigating your thoughts from negative to positive you know self-esteem building you know closing your eyes like deepak chopra you know close your eyes and repetition and think, yeah things to yourself yeah and think say three times you know mm -hmm. you are great you are great you are great things like that like just kind of putting i just felt good right there you know what i'm saying like you put in you put yourself in the center it's like a of, vision board put yeah all, all the things that you want yeah close your eyes and envision yourself meeting the president of the united states or becoming the president of the united states or you know whatever right they, it, it's 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 and science you know you always throw the term science and you believe it to be legit but science would back it up and say you know there's a bunch of uh, benefits to just meditation mm -hmm. just taking moments to pause redirect your thoughts think about the things you've done well think about the things you could do better try to think from negative to positive try to imagine that you know uh you're you're if you're gonna lose weight imagine that your weight's falling off or mm -hmm. whatever you know what i mean like mm -hmm. just this you put your place in this mind in this place and it's supposed to reduce stress uh, controls anxiety, uh, promotes emotional health, enhances self-awareness. What else we got? Uh, lengthens attention span because you're putting yourself in a position where you are all present, like you're mm -hmm. all there. You're you're um, you're you're a mindful leader, as they call. It. I, I I was I did a seminar on being a mindful leader, and it was all about like meditation. Uh, so I was just like whatever. Uh, may reduce age-related memory loss because you're recounting the things in your day and all those things can generate kindness may help fight addictions improve sleep helps control pain uh, can decrease blood pressure uh, and the, the other things you can meditate anywhere you can focus your attention and and the th it's a replacement mm -hmm. formula of what john said it perfect john said every culture every society everyone prays even the atheistic even the the naturalistic finds a way to pray to someone pray to something devote it's a devotion it's a worship it's a it's a set it's it's putting this thing at the center and recounting it uh revisiting it 
thinking about it constantly over and over to shape your life. And that can be an author of a book. That can be a philosophy. That can be a, a class that you took. That could be a mentor. That can be, I mean, just so many things, including what I just read. Meditate. Do yoga. And that's like the formula for everything. And then you see that. Mm-hmm. I'll drive by churches in my area and it'll have a big thing like Yoga Tuesdays. No, no, like, again, the physical benefits of yoga, I got no issues with it. It's just a spiritual aspect. But, it, but it's, it's the replacement aspect of, you know, uh, thinking. It's not, it's not so much thinking through your day. I think through my day all the time. I, I, I find myself meditating about, you know, what happened today, what I could have done better. But it's the, it's, the, it's the finding of security in self. Finding security in the universe, the abstract. Finding peace in in my abilities or how i can navigate my mind or my self-awareness or or my self-improvement and there's a lot to do with self whereas my firm belief is is meditation can be good in those things because i like i said i do think a lot but also when you're meditating on scripture when you're having a relationship with god when you're seeking after him when the spirit's speaking through you you you're 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 seeing yourself for who you are it kind of reminds me in the bible it talks about so man thinketh so is he Mm. so um also in the bible it describes like um like your thought life your Mm. thought process right so it's kind of like um self-help books things like that that are positive thinking are not necessarily bad but when it comes down to prayer it's really like the focus has to be on on good things so like or on god not just good things right. you know what i mean in the bible um it describes it like this it says um whatever is good whatever is noble whatever is pure think and dwell on those type of things right so those are positive things right. in life mm-hmm. but those po- whatever is pure um i'm not pure whatever is noble I'm not noble all the time. Whatever is good, I'm not good all the time. So there has to be source, uh, an energy, if you believe in energy, that is a perfection, which has to only be one source of perfection, which is God. You know, mm-hmm. so there, ha- so uh, whatever is good, whatever is pure, is not only me helping people, but is focusing my attention, my thought mm-hmm. life constantly dwelling you can call it meditating Mm. but we would we would do it on something that is greater than us Mm -hmm. you know yeah the 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 essence the 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 source of good and even in that verse that you're talking about philippians a little bit before that um uh it says um worry about nothing instead pray about everything if you do this you will experience peace that is only found in jesus mm-hmm. so the prayer is not just a relative speaking to the air hopeful for the universe self-improvement but it's seeking the one who gives us the peace that we need and helps us direct our thoughts because like you mm-hmm. said Think about things that are pure and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. If I'm real with myself, my thought life, in a very general sense, 
if I were to, Paul Washer made this an example. If I were, if you were to take a projector and put my thought life on the wall, I would be embarrassed by what my thoughts are. Like people around me would look at, not look at me the same. Mm -hmm. So sure, like it's an improvement of self, but as if I'm real with myself, it is a confession, is it a, it's a reliance on the one who is saving me, not me operating from a, from a standpoint of poverty trying to become rich. But someone, you know, it, it, but you have to, you have to have a source of where you're going to get your wealth from essentially, right? And, and, our, and, and that comes from God himself, the, the one who brings the peace, the one who is, who has removed animosity that we've had with him through the person of Jesus, where everything that we are, he reveals it to us all of our imperfections, all of our disgusting, and then he shows us that he's cleaned us, he's cleansed us, and that we have a relationship with him. And, and in Psalms, when it says, be still, it doesn't say be still, just be still and think about the wind. <laughs> and no, be still and know that I am God. Wow. There's the a comfort in knowing that the person who has the power. See, a lot of times we don't have power of our own situation. We generally do not have power. We have no power to, to make anything move, anything. You know what I mean? Like, we don't have no power, but we, we trust in the person who does have the power to change, which is Jesus. You know, it, it, the creator of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the, the ancient of days, you know, uh, uh, when you think about that, God, the provider, like, you know, uh, the God of peace, Yahweh Shalom, like when you, you just think about those, him, the one who spoke the world into existence <laughs> tells me that I can have a relationship with him, allows me, grants me a relationship with him and says, think be still know that i'm god i'm in control of everything not only that he he gives us the example by his own life he used to jesus every single morning would go up to the mountain to talk to the father mm. he literally would pray he's god and he's talking to the father you know what i mean that's a whole nother theological mm, thing but, crazy, yeah. but the reality is that he you know giving an example to us yeah but there must be some type of not a secret but some type of things that only is developed in constant communication only developed it's like the spiritual like you know the example of of your physical man and a spiritual man yeah. within you it's like whatever they're both anorexic whatever which one you feed is the one that's strong you know <laughs> whenever I mean? you get obese yeah, right? yeah the one when you're obese clearly <laughs> no um but the real that's reality you know yeah. so it's like there there's not not a secret but you can say like a key to prayer like uh, that prayer is a type of key that that is like a relationship with god because it's if jesus is nothing 24 hours like you you think of nothing about god and what he's done for us in the past and present and future like i always think about this 
in in the book uh, in um the like uh israelite people mm. they always set up monuments to this day they said they have a menorah and every passover they celebrate passover from moses's time mm. there was always a secret like i always wonder i always not wondered but i always saw like in the scriptures like wow they always set up a a well mm. jacob's well or a monument or something like that to remember the past because it constantly dwelling on on those type of things man god I remember it like builds other people's faith up, right? God, I remember when you came through, when when I asked you for that job when I was younger and you came through for me. Thank you. It's like that those type of things, but like if it's not in your mind, then you you're in that carnal mind. You know, you don't those type of the spiritual mind can't, you know? That's you, that's deep. Yeah. Yo. That's deep. Because the focus in those in exactly what you said it's not about the individual. Like there's a, so much celebration about the individual mm -hmm. or the prophets or this or that. It, it's about God. Did it. God is the hero in this in mm -hmm. the circumstance. It's like acknowledging mm -hmm. God in all your ways, and He'll direct you. But acknowledging God for who He is, being mm -hmm. in awe of God. It's like uh, the word awe is like. There's two definitions, you know, it can be all like the traditional sense or mm -hmm. be in awe. But then the other uh, definition would be in utter terror. Mm. It's like literally a respect as well. So mm -hmm. it's both. But to be in awe of God and know that I am God, just, even that what you just said previously, mm -hmm. we, 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 that, that A-W-E word is so easily overlooked mm -hmm. when it's so powerful. It's just that to stand in awe of God. If you were standing before the Grand Canyon, I guarantee you, you're like, what is going on? Like, there's something greater than me. Mm -hmm. It puts your life into perspective, right? It's kind of like that. The more that we're in awe of God, that we remember, God, you came through, it builds not only other people's faith, but our faith. In the book of Revelation, it talks about they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb, mm. but also the word of the testimony. So they overcame who? We're talking about Satan at that particular mm -hmm. reference. But he's like, they overcame all the trials, everything that did, this world, Satan, everything. In the book of Revelation, they overcame, past tense, because it's prophetic. Mm -hmm. It's already past tense. They overcame, not that they will overcame, will overcome. They overcame by the blood of lamb. That's already done by the, the cross. Jesus paid for it already. But also the word of our testimony. Why? Because it builds up. It's like even this conversation is mm -hmm. like the focus is going on God, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I like you saying that um, something that I usually always reference to when uh, someone's speaking about uh, prayer is uh, David in the Psalms. Mm -hmm. Like the whole thing, like um, in scripture, it talks about that David had the heart of God. Mm -hmm. So um, in Psalm 141, two, it says, may my prayer be set before you like incense. May the lifting of my hands be like the evening sacrifice. So it's, I've always seen it, a uh, prayer, once I became uh, born again, which was, just like you guys stated, I saw prayer as, what are you praying to? So you have a lot of people, especially 2009, 2010, um, the secret came out. So yeah. you send out your, your thoughts to the universe and whatever you send out comes back to you tenfold or will come to fruition. Mm -hmm. And I remember even people in the church, they would be telling me, it's like, oh, I know I'm going to get this, uh, this car. 
It's like, I already have this set in mind. I'm going to get this car. Um, I, I spoke to God about it. And I, it's like, that's my focus. And you keep repeating that to yourself. And that's something that the, the people that taught the secret fed on, which is the con like the constant repetition of it has you in that mindset that you're going to accomplish that. So then you remove God from the equation. So then you keep, like Mike was saying, you set yourself up mm. as your own God. And I saw that as you guys were talking about earlier and like I explained growing up every time I prayed I saw myself humbled like at the mm -hmm. floor of the throne and it's like everything was exposed mm -hmm. like no matter what I did God was there and it's like I'm giving him worship because I am nothing mm -hmm. that's how I saw it but yet he who hears my prayers like still looks upon me talks to me converses with me mm -hmm. and helps me get through things in life that's crazy to think about. Like you guys were saying, you stand in awe. I remember I was passing by um, looking up pictures of the Grand Canyon. There's like this one picture of this little stand that they have where it's saying, if you're reading this, you're wasting your time. Why don't you just look and stand in awe of the, the Grand Canyon? <laughs> so it's, it's just like that. It's like I've seen people that um, like having the display. So they'll go and they'll they'll go down on the knees on the altar and they'll come back. The kids would be smiling and stuff like that. It's like, Oh yeah, I prayed. And that's the only time you'll see them pray. And then they'll like claim like, Oh yes, God is going to give me this. God is going to this. And they'll have these successful lives. But yet I, it's like their lives are completely like wrecked in the essence mm -hmm. of you'll see them like depressed or things like that. And that's why you'll have, these classes, like this book, I was recently reading the the Seven Habits of a Successful Leader, oh, yeah. where it's uh, speaking about having this mental stability, so you become balanced. So it shifted from just having the workforce, but actually having like the spiritual aspect that you have to rest, you have to be at peace with yourself. Mm -hmm. It's like you guys were talking about, and it was just like it's crazy to think about when we're not relying on God, and we automatically just pinpoint something else to rely on. We can push ourselves to our hard work we could push ourselves to get this that uh reach a certain goal but yet we're never really focusing that god is the main focus that we are supposed to go to i have a hypothetical go real ahead. quick don't forget yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, i have a hypothetical question what would happen if you knew that you knew that jesus was literally right next to you in the spiritual realm or even there when you're praying and he's listening to you like how would you talk to him so jesus is physically in front of me like how would i like like see in the spirit like you won't be able to see him but you but you know that he's there and he's listening to you yeah he's know that you know that he's there i yeah. would drop to my knees I, honestly I, I i you know to be honest in the way that i pray I pray with an imagery that I'm speaking to him. Yeah. So I'm talk I talk to him exactly the way I'm mm -hmm. talking to you guys right now. Yes, exactly. It's like yes. literally the way I talk to yeah. Jesus. Same, but yeah. I'm saying hypothetically, <laughs> but but the re the reason I bring that up is because a lot of times there you know prayer is words, right? Yeah. But you can get so caught up um other you see other people that they don't have you clearly mm. don't have a relationship with right. god but they're vain repetitions or whatever but a lot of times i think 
if if they knew Jesus was right there, they they, they probably wouldn't want their their prayers would be completely different. Mm-hmm. It would be a lot less selfish. It'd be like, whoa, oh, yeah. it'll be yeah. hold up before I even speak. Hallowed be thy name. Mm. Thy kingdom mm-hmm. come. Whatever you want. That's Let true. your will yep. be done. That's true. No, that's true. Can you give me a piece of bread? Like literally, the Jesus' prayer would be what you would pray. Like that Bible, like the 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 story, and and, and forgive me if I'm and I'm off base in the story, but it's like, um, yeah, I just want crumbs from your table, like. That, oh yeah, the, yeah. The, the, you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. that notion where it's like, but he was mad. Like, like, like you want to eat at the table, yo. I'll, I'll take crumbs. Like whatever you can, you offer me, I will be grateful. It was actually a dialogue with a Samaritan there woman, and that that woman was like, uh, before the thing, he, Jesus goes to her, is like, what are you doing, right? And then and she's like, you know, I'm just trying to. Uh, I forgot what she was doing, uh, uh, but that was the response after mm. jesus was like what are, what are you doing like you know like it was more like a um i, I think in spanish but like, the response uh, is what awed him yeah yeah like it was he, he was it like, was her response pointed, yeah that was that like, said but go. even the crumbs even even the dogs so she equated yeah, her life dogs, to like a yeah. dog yeah even dogs can eat crumbs. the crumbs yeah. of like it and he f- that was like whoa for <laughs> for jesus you know bang yeah no but to go back to what g was saying um is what what's interesting is that that emotional intelligence piece that you were talking about Mm -hmm. the stability how that is necessary for great leaders Mm -hmm. or great managers or Mm -hmm. any kind of book that's written there's always a piece in there about stability emotional intelligence and the and 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 what's imputed is the meditation and the yoga Mm -hmm. and except and they conserve your energy and all those things it, it's it's all it's all a, a counterfeit replication of what it means to have a prayer relationship with Jesus. Mm-hmm. But it's still not like it's it's um still not your true self. Like your true self, like it's kind of like this illustration of uh like you think that you're you're like if you were like a sheep, right? And you you it was like all white, and then it began to snow. And then now you realize that your white fleece was actually yellow. It's kind of like, <laughs> no, but that's the reality yeah, yeah, is yeah. that, that like who you are, you, we always have the, we think we're better than we mm-hmm. might actually be, you know, like the way we think of ourselves is pretty good. Like for most of the way, if you have a healthy self-esteem, you'd be like, no, I'm good. I'm good at basketball. Yeah. Mm. No, I'm, I'm good at that. I I'm know I can teach. Basketball. I know I could do this. <laughs> I think I, I believe that. No, no, no. But that's the reality, right? Like, uh, yeah. Why does like eighty or ninety percent of uh, men that are athletic feel like they could have gone to the NBA if they were like four inches taller? <laughs> <laughs> because we think highly of ourselves. You know what yeah. I mean? So like, but our true self is really when you're standing before mm-hmm. the Creator. You know, but like you were saying, it's a counterfeit. It is counterfeit because you know when when you see in scripture that we will be given crowns Mm -hmm. and then there's that picture that the crowns are laid before the feet of the king from a business standpoint as you get titles as you get people who work and report to you as you are now becoming important in the organization and the key Mm -hmm. assets for the organization 
it can get to your head and you tend to Definitely. to to carry yourself in a manner that you have to be a somebody and look like somebody and gloat on a title um and i think someone who has the humility who's been humbled in prayer because you understand who you are in light of who god is and you have that constant devotion with god you take responsibility for your position and for the people you are managing but you do so in a way that's humble because it's like you're casting down the crown that you've been given this title this position this pay this whatever it is i'm not too good to to not sit in my office but to go and and work in the midst of of my team right i'm not too good to be able to pick up the phone and 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 call clients i'm not too good to to sweep if i need to or move chairs or clean the toilet i'm not too good for that uh i lay my crown i lay whatever gifts he's given before the feet of god you know what i mean um and that's in all service, right? Service to, to employees. If, if you're growing in, in, the, in, in that sense, if you're in the military and you have rank, mm-hmm. you know, not, you're not too good. You're not too high. You're not too anything. You lay that before God because you're humble before God. You know your position. And yes, you have a responsibility. And yes, you have things that you have to do. But also you do it in a certain way. The way you serve your wife, the way you serve your family, the way you serve your kids, you're not too good you're not too high to be able to get on your knees and and you know with what i'm going through right now right you're not too good to get on your knees and clean baby pee (laughs) all over the floor because that is you've spent time dedicated in prayer and you realize that as it says in in the book of peter i mean uh, flowers fade or if flowers wither and the grass fades or flowers wither, grass fades. Mm-hmm. Which is like a proverb. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is life. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I'm that. I am that. I know who I am in light of who God is. I realize what he saved me from. I realize the gifts that I have are gifts. That, and I can only discover that. I can only embrace that. I can only speak to that if I have time in prayer. Absence of prayer means... I can be someone who confesses relationship with Jesus and be lost at the same time because I've lost my way. I may not be lost in the sense of no longer saved, but I could be lost in the sense of where's my head at? Where's what am I doing? You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? Like, why am I even in the, um, in the cults, they, they explain prayer in a, in a different sense. It's, um, channeling. So yes. what are you channeling? Yes. Uh, you could be channeling your inner self. You can be evoking it. I remember specifically one night. Um, this is when we were in the youth group. Uh, I don't know if Mike remembers this. Um, I was very fidgety. It was supposed to be um, like an hour of prayer. And then we saw like this this video. But at the time, um, no one really knew about it at the time. But um, that was when I was demon possessed. And I just like walked out. And then Mike followed me. And Word. we were talking outside, and I remember the demon was speaking to me as he was speaking to Mike, and he was just like, just keep focused, keep channeling. And that was just like the tie, but yet as Mike was talking, it was like a light was being seen from behind, but he was just like, he kept saying, he's like, oh, he's channeling the spirit. Just keep channeling me. 
in that aspect and i was just like that's that's crazy to think about because we keep hearing a lot of people going on and doing these motivational speeches or things like that and what are they really quote-unquote channeling Mm. what are they having their sensor as Mm. because to channel something you have to be directly focused just on that one thing Mm. so then you have the point of what is really your life really focused on what's your uh, heart committed to that's crazy I want to see somebody's, you remember you talking about the secret? I want to see somebody's vision board with just a person that's on his knees. It's all white with a one little person that's on his knees. That's the whole vision board. Like, cause, you know, yeah. like I've never seen that. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. nobody's vision board is w- just to be prayer, just to know God. To know God is your vision board. Yeah. Well, you know, in the world that we live in of vloggers and, and, and YouTube heroes and so forth, like, yeah, I enjoy that. I I I I I watch there's certain people that I that make really good quality videos and mm-hmm. I watch them I get entertained. But there came to a, there came a point where I had to stop watching it mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I found myself almost channeling yep. this 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 discontent the mindset because you see it so much. Yeah. So then you start becoming depressed. Yeah. And can, you, anxious. can you clarify a little bit like for those that know cuz you keep saying channeling I think of uh, maybe just the basic, like, I don't know, maybe like possesses, but if I don't know uh, what that, what you mean, particularly with channeling. Channeling means you're, like I was saying earlier, um, you're bringing your focus. So I can say continuously, I'm going to get a new car. So, so similar to secret type stuff, like vision board, ex- like projecting you what keep, you want. You, yeah, you keep projecting or you keep having that just the focus. So I'm going to get a new car. I'm sending it out to the universe, but yet as I'm doing that, my mindset is changing to the point where I'm starting to do things to get that new car. So subconsciously, oh, I'm accepting true. it because I believe it strongly. Right, the so law of the attraction. Universe, uh, the the universe is coming into play. Right, that's the law of attraction. That's yeah. you know you speak it in, you speak it into existence, and eventually the universe will bring it to you. So and and. Interestingly enough, it's crazy because conceptually and and realistically, it happens. Mm-hmm. And but that's channeling. It's it's stepping away from, you know, what God would Removing have of one you. priority. Yeah, to exactly. The next. It's you like know, what your I'm will, right? Yo, it's it's yeah. super. It, I mean, it, it's for real. Like mm-hmm. I've seen. Like it's, and, and I guess there's so many examples I can give. But if you're in a room full of people, and let's say G's standing there, right? And I'm like, man, you know what I'm saying? Like, I want to I want to I want to talk to G because let's say he's the guy of the class or he's the guy in the room. And I just want to have a moment to talk to him. And so I keep thinking about, you know, I want to talk to him. I'll have a moment to speak with him. I want an opportunity. Boom. You just keep thinking about thinking about thinking about thinking about thinking. And and you're like, cool, I'm going to talk to him. Right. I hope something sets up. Boom. I'm going to find a way to get around him. And the more I have it, more I suddenly I find myself walking next to him in the elevator and I'm standing next to him in the elevator. That's how I met my wife. You know what I'm saying? No, but that's <laughs> for the real. Because I was like, I'm gonna talk to that's that girl, the thing, right? But that's the thing. Like yeah. you know, even even that, like that's you know, reality, yeah. and, and and like in college, that was the thing. Like I would see a you know a girl or something. I'm like, and I, and at the time I was Christian, right? And I'm like, man, this girl keeps looking at me. Watch her end up, and this is like the reverse side. Watch her end up in my group. Watch her end up work with me. And in my head, I'm like, look, I'm just gonna avoid whatever. 
Next thing, like later on, months later, she's like she happens to be in my group. I'm like this, you know, like and it's like I knew it. I knew yeah, this. How's that different from coincidence? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, but yeah. but it's almost like you called it to yeah. happen. Like in one sense, you want it to go away, but in another sense, you called it but to it, happen. That's I can what the law I can see how easily people can get dist- like exactly. Uh, wow, I'm getting results. Right. Even though it could be a coincidence, no, exactly. it could be certain things. Or exactly. Whatever. But that's that's where that's where the alignment with 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 god like what are we what are we calling into our lives what are we trying to mm-hmm. it, we're not creating something right but if it, if it, if it's an essence of the the occult and channeling and creating this place where now we can become distracted from the person of god his will for our life mm-hmm. both the 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 uh, uh god's sovereign will and his um, and his uh, commanded will, if it can take us away from those things and focus us on things that are not those things, why wouldn't the enemy not want to overwhelm yep. us? And with it's those? it's one of the problems I have with uh, the new entrepreneurs rising up, the ones you see on Instagram, the motivational speakers, things like that. It's because um, they make you feel like trash. Ah, it, it's like good. it's like that. <laughs> but I mean, they're motivational. They they're always just like keep going at it, keep believing in yourself. Uh, make the change happen but yet all i hear in my mindset is magic where magic's definition uh, if you study or see the previous episodes we had of the cults um eliphas levi said it clearly or even uh, alistair crowley do what thou will shall be the whole of the law which is basically do whatever you want but yet your whole main focus is do everything so that your will comes into fruition so it's you're putting that whole mindset of I'm going to get there or I'm going to be this big CEO or I'm going to do this if I just keep repeating it to myself and making it happen. You see that nothing in me, um, nothing but like a lot of examples in media now, like with like um, like witches or mm-hmm. like, but but it's not what you think a witch would look like, but they're yeah, like exactly. so sweet looking, but like Harry Potter, all these different things that are like mm-hmm. <laughs> just examples of, of people that are, you know. Yep. Like using those type of things. <laughs> Ari Potter. Ari. 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 Ari Potter. Um, real quick, uh, as we as we try to wrap up this episode. So R.C. Sproul in his book, Does Prayer Change Things? And this can be downloaded on Kindle for free. R.C. Sproul. Um, Rest in peace. Yes. Uh, it says, uh, it says here, I'm just going to like skip through some things just to get to the point. Uh, we are invited, even commanded to pray. Prayer is both a privilege and a duty, and any duty can become laborious. Prayer, like any means of growth for a Christian, requires work. In a sense, prayer is unnatural to to us. Uh, Though we were created for fellowship and communion with God, the effects of the fall have left most of us lazy and indifferent towards towards something as important as prayer. Rebirth quickly quickens a new desire for communion with God, mm-hmm. but sin resists the spirit. We take comfort in the fact that God knows our hearts and hears our unspoken petitions, as well as the words that uh, emanate from our lips. 
whenever we are unable to express the deep feelings and emotions of our soul or when we are completely unclear about what we ought to be praying, the Holy Spirit intercedes for us. Romans 8, 26 to 27 says, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what to pray for as we ought to, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. Fast forward, fast forward, fast forward. Prayer is the secret of holiness. If holiness indeed has anything secretive about it. If we examine the lives of the great saints of the church, we find that they were they were great people of 